the federal land uh, comment that he makes, right? He's like, why don't I like the feminist movement? Biden went for his checkup at Walter Reed. And step number three is the telepathic mental manipulation. You can't just erase biological women by, by taking My name is Shipwreck, and I'll be your hostess with the mostest. Interesting to me that all of these these trans women want to come out and help. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And if you want to give me just one second, I'm having some problems getting the live stream up on rumble so if you can give me just a minute it doesn't let me know until i am live that it doesn't work so give me just two seconds and let me see if i can get it going and we're gonna save and i think we're live now let me just check it really quick and if we can't get it then we'll have to just upload it later And we are live on Rumble too. Welcome, Rumble. Sorry about that. And sorry about that, you guys. Welcome to the live. And thank you so much for waiting. And thank you so much for being here. I know this is impromptu. Um, these are what I'm going to have to do, I think, for a while. I am banned currently on the Tiki Talk on both accounts for an undetermined amount of time. I am restricted on Instagram, too, um, thanks to my Fetterman meme, which was hilarious, but whatever. So we're restricted on Instagram, too. And so we're probably going to focus more on uh, the shorter but long form videos here on YouTube and Rumble. The thing about today's live here on YouTube is that other creators were taken down. Hello, welcome to the live. We're taken down on YouTube for discussing the topic to which we are going to be talking about today. Um, so if we do not survive here on YouTube as a result, I'm going to ask you to please, if you don't already follow us on Rumble, the link to our Rumble is in the about tab uh, on this profile. You can also find it just by going to Rumble and searching for Shipwreck Show. I'm the same name across the board uh, and you'll find us and we will be live there. And that's where we'll continue on if anything should happen here on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, update on Twitter. I had to fork over for the stupid blue check mark because I'm banned and censored everywhere else. And unfortunately, Twitter, because of a bot issue, according to Elon Musk, um, is only going to prioritize people who are part of Twitter blue. Hello, Harold T. Justice. Welcome to the live. Um, so I did fork over for the Twitter blue for a year. Uh, to hopefully still be able to have a voice somewhere. So more to come on that. The censorship's going to get real bad as we continue on, as we're already seeing with what happened yesterday. So today I want to talk about, obviously, um, the the Tennessee school shooting. Um, this is something I don't usually talk a lot about because things like this, there's always kind of a, a narrative and things behind it, and there's more information that comes out. And to my conspiracy people, you know, I have been asked, yes, I do believe that this happened. I believe it happened exactly how they said it happened. I believe there's a narrative that is being used um, to push certain, I think this is being used to push certain narratives. 
but there's no doubt in my mind that this, this isn't some kind of false flag or red flag. And <clears throat> the response was much different than it had been in other shootings and, and things like that. So just to kind of get that out of the way, um, I just wanted to say that. Okay. So as you guys know, we were live yesterday and we were talking about Trump and his rally when this story initially broke. And so out in Nashville, Tennessee, there was a school shooting at a Christian school. Uh, the shooter was identified as an Audrey Hale. She was 28, formally went to the school and broke into the school shooting through the glass side doors and made her way down the hall. And so there was the doors. If you see, there were the big doors, they were made of glass. She shot through them unlocked them, and then went through the halls of the school, um, specifically looking for somebody. And this is all coming from um, the officers that were there on the scene and the people that are doing the investigations. Information on this came out very, very, very quickly. And we're going to talk about as to why that is too, versus other times when information is usually a lot slower to come out. But here is video footage of the security footage that was taken from the school. And I want to warn everybody too up front, and I'll do this disclosure a few times through this, because I also have the body cam footage, which was um, put out this morning. We're going to play that towards the end of this live. And that's bad. Um, we're going to do a trigger warning with this again, it, just, just so you know. But here's the security footage. Now, that is Audrey Hale in her car. It was identified to be her car uh, driving through the parking lot of the school looking for a place to park. Uh, her car was loaded with ammunition and guns, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, too. And this is her entering the building. Those were the doors that she went. They were the side doors of the school. They were locked, and she managed to shoot her way through them, uh, blowing out the glass. And she does appear to be searching for something or someone specific or an area specifically. Um, and like I said, there's a statement from the police, which we will watch too, uh, that talk about how they felt this was a targeted um, attack specifically.
Okay. So that was the security footage from inside the school. This is before anything had happened um, or had come out. Obviously, the school, they must have acted pretty quick. Uh, it was empty from what you can see in the security footage from that footage. Uh, a lot of the shootings, from my understanding, took place in a certain classroom. Um, and it's just eerie to watch. As it, it always is with these kind of things, it's eerie to watch regardless of who the shooter is. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to watch, but before anything really came out, so this had happened and they were just starting to break with the news. Uh, Joe Biden was informed that this was going on. And I don't know if there was a miscommunication, um, with the media and the Joe Biden campaign. So Fox News was live and they were doing their morning thing. And then they'd switch to the White House feed because Joe Biden, they were told, among other media, were told that Joe Biden was going to be speaking on the Tennessee shooting um, before he had started his original uh, event that he was at. So he was at an event that was unrelated that was placed at the White House. And so they had switched over. And this is the footage that he had started with. From the White House. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. As considering the moment. Um, we were, we were told that the shooting that just happened uh, left three children dead. Uh, three adults dead, shooters dead, and we were told he would be addressing this off the top. Oops. Again, I don't know if it was a miscommunication um, between Fox News and the Biden campaign, but if it was a miscommunication, it was a miscommunication, probably the worst we've seen maybe from him ever uh, and them ever. He did eventually get around to speaking on it uh, later on in the event, and here's that clip. I just want to speak very briefly about the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. <clears throat> you know, uh, Ben and I have been doing this our whole careers, it seems. And uh, it's just, uh, it's sick. You know, we're still gathering the facts of what happened and why. And we do know that as of now, there are a number of people who are not going to, did not make it, including children. It's heartbreaking, uh, a family's worst nightmare. And I want to commend the police who responded incredibly swiftly, within minutes, and the danger. We're monitoring the situation really closely, Ben, as you know. And uh, we have to do more to stop gun violence. It's ripping our communities apart, ripping the soul of this nation, ripping at the very soul of the nation. And we, we have to do more to protect our schools so they aren't turned into prisons. You know, uh, the shooter in this situation reportedly had two assault weapons and a pistol, two AK-47. 
So I call on Congress again to pass my assault weapons ban. It's about time that we began to make some more progress, but there's more to learn. But I just wanted to send my uh, concern and hearts out to so many parents out there. I've been to so many of these sites, as Ben knows, by virtually every one. And uh, one of the things you folks should, I know you do know, but you should focus on. You know, just like when in the military, my son was in Iraq for a year, other places, you, so many members of the military coming back with post-traumatic stress after witnessing the violence and participating in it. Well, these children, these teachers, you should be should be focusing on their mental health as well. So there you go. For the amount of people that would come at me for making a conspiracy out of things that happen, things like this, like when Uvalde happened, we had some questions, right? They're sure quiet when politicians and people that agree with them come out and politicize something like this, immediately politicize something like this, immediately. It was all over every single Democrat and some Republicans too, to push back on the other side, came out and politicized this, calling for gun control, telling them not that we don't need gun control. I mean, breathe for just a minute. I get it. Like, I, I understand, kind of. I don't understand the, politici the politicization of this. When you have questions as to whether or not something real happened or not, that's one thing. But to politicize it like this and to use something like this to push an agenda um, immediately and to immediately blame Republicans and to, you know, it just, I, I wasn't surprised. I feel like I, I'm not surprised. Um, but it's still frustrating that it happened. So authorities, again, there was a lot of information that was coming out out of all kinds of different places. And, and when this initially started, there was a lot of unconfirmed information and the unconfirmed information of the identity of the shooter actually came from people on the internet. So people who were live right then and there in Nashville at the home of Audrey as the FBI were swarming her home. Authorities did identify Audrey as a he, him and verified them to be transgender. Um, and that the specific attack that had happened yesterday on a Christian school was not random. They didn't just randomly go in there and, and start shooting up the place. It was a targeted attack. And that has been verified by these uh, police officials. So I didn't hear you say that again, sir. Is there any reason to believe that how she identifies is, has any motive for targeting the school? Uh, we can give you that at a later time. There is uh, some theory to that. We're investigating all the leads, and once we know exactly, we'll let you know. So was this a targeted attack? It was. She identifies transgender. She does uh, ident identify as transgender, yes. Is there so it was a targeted attack. It, this was, it, was a it was a hate crime. Now, there's two different narratives that are trying to be spun about this. There's the one that is saying this is a hate crime. This was a person who attacked specifically because it was a Christian school. Um, that's why their transgenderism is important in this context. People are saying, well, why does it? It does matter. It matters because it highlights the mental illness that goes into transgenderism. Do not come for me. Okay. We don't have a good billion transgenders out here. Like a lot of this has to do with mental illness and people who just don't know who they are and are trying to find a place to be. 
That's mental illness. That's it's depression. It's anxiety. And then there is another side of the agenda that is making this, the shooter out to be the victim. And again, I shouldn't be surprised. I wasn't surprised, but they were making this person out to be the victim. And then there's kind of this other one that is trying to spin the agenda. And I'm going to show you this clip. And I want you to just sit with this for just a minute. Just the, the, I don't do coincidences, but here you go. I was actually in town just on vacation, um, but I'm a mass shooting survivor. My son and I survived a mass shooting in Highland Park where there was a shooting at a parade that we were at. We ran for our lives. And this is just unacceptable. It's only in America can somebody survive a mass shooting and then go on vacation um, to visit another person that they have met through, you know, fighting for gun safety and find themselves at another in a involved like near another mass shooting like only you know what i mean like only in america does this happen where we keep seeing this again and again and again you know only in america does her son survive a mass shooting and then you know end up in a lockdown school because there is another mass shooting yeah this is an epidemic gun violence is an epidemic and it needs it needs it needs to be resolved it needs to be addressed when you hear about it happening at a school again what what goes through your your head um, I mean, for me, the statistics start running. It, uh, like, it's likely this gun was purchased legally. It's likely it was not stored properly, and a child took it. I, I heard that it might have been a child, a sixth grader. Um, I mean, just how preventable this is, how preventable these incidences are, how we should pass gun safety legislation and lock up weapons, and you know, um, put background checks, require background checks on every single um, gun purchase, ban assault weapons. And until we do those things, this is going to continue. And Andrew, it, it's not just horribly routine that these school shootings, these shootings are happening over and over again, that they're happening over and over at schools. But as we heard there, we now have people in America, and this is not the first time we've heard this, who have experienced more than one mass shooting. That woman was at Highland Park. Um, she's now she's now a, a witness to uh, the, the, the shooting in Nashville. I mean, we have a growing number of uh, uh, of the population here in the United States that have witnessed more than one mass shooting in in, in not uh, a long period of time. Yes, you're right. And and that woman was absolutely right when she repeatedly said only in America, only in America. This does not happen any place else on earth. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings? I'm from Highland Park. Family vacation with my son, visiting my sister-in-law. I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. Assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl. We are arming cartels with our guns and our goose loose gun laws. And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. We can't even pass gun safety, like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons that they shoot each other with.
All right, so uh, we're going to break away there because that reporter who was using that camera is uh, obviously setting up to do a, a live report there. But the woman said it quite succinctly. Aren't you tired of this? Yes, we are tired of this. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? I'll tell you what. Michael, we're going to go through that too. That just came out this morning. So thank you. Uh, I've got that here coming up. But yes, they absolutely knew who the shooter was. And and what a coincidence that she just happens to be there too and spouting all of the gun safety talking points. What a fucking coincidence. And she did. Somebody else in the comments said it too. She made it all about herself. She absolutely did. She sounded she sounded like a plant. I'm sorry. I don't think it was just some random chick who just happened to be there on vacation with her son, but whatever she went off and she spouted and she got all the information wrong. And, but the thing about it is, is while this was all taking place, they did know who the shooter was, but thankfully again, people on the internet also were able to find out who the shooter was because anytime stuff like this happens, they start to wipe out posts and things, their social media accounts, right? We saw it with the, um, Paul Pelosi hammer attack. We've seen it with a lot of different things. They will go through before they announce who the, the shooter was. They go through and they take down all of their social media so that you can't figure out who it really was. And then they can change the narrative, which they couldn't do this time because we figured it out. But they can change the narrative to fit the narrative that they want it to fit. Luckily, this time that wasn't able to happen. Before they could put out who the shooter was... There were people that were live streaming, again, um, Audrey Hale's house, and then other people on the internet who are way smarter than I was were able to go in and use geocaching and Google Maps and narrow it down to just two different places. They determined that one place already had too many security, so there was no way it was that person. They had determined that it was Audrey Hale. So they went and found Audrey Hale on all the social medias and took as much as they could before they wiped it down. Now, Audrey Hale is nowhere to be seen left on social media. They took her Instagram down. They took Facebook down. They took it all down. But all we have are these screenshots now. And so the couple of the things that people were able to put together is these screenshots that came from Audrey Hale's social media. This is like a picture of their bedroom. Um, this is their LinkedIn up here in the left-hand corner talking about how they identify as a he, him, and their illustrator and graphic designer. More art that was taken with the red rum. Very dark, disturbed person. A lot of their writings was available online. Just a very disturbed person. They were also able to find messages that were sent from her. Now, her name is Audrey, but they identify as a he, him, and that he, him's name is Aiden, okay? So they, this is from Audrey under the surname of Hayden, or of Aiden. And this is a message that they had sent to a friend before this had even happened. The red flags were all fucking over the place. The message goes on to read, and this is Aiden's part. It says, this is my last goodbye. I love you. I'll see you again in another life. Audrey, um, parentheses, Aiden. And then the messenger responds with Audrey, you have so much more life to live. I pray that God keeps and covers you. They go on to state that I know, but I don't want to live. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to upset you or get attention. I just need to, I day, I got to be really careful with YouTube. You can read it. Uh, I wanted to tell you first because you're the most beautiful person I've ever known and seen in my life. My family doesn't know what I'm about to do. One day this will make more sense. I've left more than enough evidence behind, but something bad is about to happen. So there were red flags about this person everywhere. Okay. And that is usually, again, that's kind of the way that these things go 
when it comes to school shootings or mass shootings. Everybody, we always find the red flags everywhere. This was obviously a very mentally disturbed person. And then being transgender doesn't have a lot to do with it other than, and I'm, I'm sitting in my belief here now that it's a symptom of their mental instability. Um, the security footage, let me go through this really quick. It was okay. So there was the security footage that was released and all of everybody was talking about, again, why was all of this being released so quickly? Normally this kind of stuff takes a lot of time and then it's released through different networks. They didn't have a chance with this. They didn't have a chance to hide it because people were live and they were telling people, this is the address. This is where I am. This is who we think the shooter is. And people who are smarter than anybody else on the internet were able to put it together. They had no chance in trying to hide this or change the narrative to fit the narrative that they wanted to, they wanted to portray. They did take the opportunity to, to talk about gun safety and how we need more, you know, they took the opportunity to do that. Again, we shouldn't be surprised by that at this point. They're desperately trying to do that. Will this be the tipping point? I don't know. So more to come. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to focus on too today was the victims. And then we're going to go on. And I do have, like I said, the body cam footage. I waited till the end because again, with YouTube, I don't know if that takes us down. That's what it's going to be. So, um, but I want to talk about the victims. So the victims, there were six victims, three children and three adults. The first victim was Mike Hill and he was 61. And Mike Hill was the custodian at the Covenant School, according to the police. The next victim was Catherine Coates and she was 60. And Catherine Coates was the head of the Covenant School, according to police. The next victim was Cynthia Peake, and she was 61. Cynthia Peake was a substitute teacher at Covenant School, according to police. Uh, the children's names were Haley Scruggs, and Haley Scruggs was the daughter of Chad Scruggs, the senior pastor at the Covenant Presbyterian Church, which she shares the location with Covenant School. The school was founded in 2001 as a ministry of the church, according to the school's website. Chad Scruggs described his daughter as such a gift, and you can she's a beautiful little girl. You can find pictures of her on Twitter. Um, and we are heartbroken, he told ABC. Through tears, we trust that she is in the arms of Jesus, who will raise her to life once again. The other children were, let me grab. The other child children were nine-year-old Evelyn Dickhouse, or Dick, I think it's Dickus, and the nine-year-old William Kennedy, or Kenny, who was a male. And again, these were all children um, and the adults that worked there who were trying to protect them. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about the officers too. Give me one second. Whew. Okay. The officers who were responsible for the takedown of Audrey was Michael Calazo and Rex Engelbert, who are Metro Nashville police officers. Now their body cam footage again was released just this morning that we were able to find. And it's, it's kind of trending everywhere. And I'm going to play that for you right Using now. the term mother. Open it. I got it. I got it. Let's go. Just move right. Hover. Hover left. Hover left. Take this with me. Take this. No, that's locked. 
Take this door. Take this door. Take it. Okay, so no body armor. They didn't hesitate. They didn't stand around. They just went. They, God, they just went in and took care of it. Um, the stark difference this is between what happened here and what happened, like in say Uvalde, is insane. These cops literally set the precedence for how these things need to be handled. They went right in and they just took them out done saving so many other people probably um they didn't hesitate they didn't that one guy wasn't even wearing like a bulletproof vest that bigger guy they just went in and did their job and you got to give some kudos to these guys you have to i um they just went in and took care of it um what i found Again, what I found kind of interesting, I didn't find it really interesting. Again, I wasn't surprised. I should have been surprised, but I wasn't surprised. The media immediately, as soon as this stuff started to break out, they tried to paint um, Audrey as a victim in all of this. Okay, so USA Today was one of the first ones that came out. They went on a big rampage saying, not a rampage, but they went on saying police on Monday afternoon said that the shooter was a transgender man. Officials had initially misidentified the gender of the shooter. There are two problems with this. The first problem is nobody gives a shit. You don't get to be gendered correctly when you are going in and you are shooting up a bunch of kids. I don't care how mentally ill you are. You don't, we don't get to fix that. I, I will call you it. I'm gonna call you whatever I'm gonna call you. Okay. So that, that's, that whole thing is beside the point. But the second problem and the most prominent problem and the problem that we're going to deal with in the future is what if this person had not been killed on site and they got away? So who are we looking for? There was so much confusion as to whether this was a male or a female. And in looking at the pictures of Audrey, it could have went either way. They would have had no idea who they were looking for. And I've said this before when it comes to the pronoun people. I don't care what you identify your pronouns are. That's fine. Fine. But you need to be thinking about this and not just in this kind of situation, but you need to be thinking about this in situations as to if you were ever go missing, if you were to ever be kidnapped, what are we looking for? 
you need to be timing and, and specific data is what is the most important in what the first 48 hours of a kidnapping. Who are we looking for? That is that, that right there should shed some huge red flags and lights when it comes to us normalizing the ideology of pronouns or normalizing the ideology of transgender, because they're not going to find you because they're going to be looking for Aiden, but your name is Audrey and you're dressed like a guy that day. But yesterday you were dressed like a girl and you really like, they're not going to know the only way they're going to be able to identify who you are is after your autopsy. So that's the second problem with it. Now, police have flat out said that this was a hate crime. They have, they have basically flat out said that this was an agenda. This was motivated by hate. There was something behind this. People are saying it all over Twitter and social media that they, she specifically targeted this school because it was a Christian school and because she was on the other side of Christianity. Essentially, she had feelings about Christianity. Um, I want to talk a minute about, too, what else did I have? I had something else. Oh, the screenshot of USA Today. But then we also had this. So the trans resistance is a movement that is in charge of different things like these rallies that they are going to be hosting too. So there is a rally that is going to be hosted on April 1st in Nashville, in Tennessee. And it is all about stopping the genocide of transgender people using violence. Essentially, they're calling for people to wear masks. They are calling for people to their, their, their shirts are AK 47s in the different gen transgender colors. They are calling for violence on the day. And a lot of people tied those two things together, but these people had an, then put out a statement when they were put in the hot seat of what happened. And the statement goes on to read, and I got to get really close. The statement goes on to read that the trans resistance network had been notified of the shooter involved in today's church school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, was a person identifying as a transgender known from an online profile as Aiden or Audrey Hale. While it is not our policy to engage publicly with news media, we believe this moment calls for a thoughtful response from our collective. We point out that today's innocent in Nashville is not a tragedy, but two. The first tragedy today is the loss of three children and adults. We extend our deepest sympathies and heartfelt prayers to these families dealing with the loss of several loved ones. There is nothing we can offer that will comfort the hurt or ease the sorrow. We mourn with you. Mm -hmm. The second and more complex tragedy is that of Aiden or Audrey Hale, who felt he had no other effective way to be seen than to lash out by taking the life of others and by consequence himself and by consequence himself. We do not claim to know the individual or have access to their inner thoughts and feelings. We do know that the life of for transgender people is very difficult and made more difficult in the preceding months by virtual avalanche of anti-trans legislation and public callouts by right-wing personalities and political figures for nothing less than the genocide eradication of trans people from society. I'm not even going to read the rest of this because one, because it's small, but two, you get the point. They are trying to make Audrey to be the victim in all of this and that it's the right-winger's fault. I'm neither. I'm not trans and I'm not a complete right-winger either. But they're not the only ones. The media is also running kind of a smear campaign on this school. And I am 
betting dollars to donuts, you were going to see some kind of story come out about how Audrey went to the school and she was super bullied and da, 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 da. You're going to see them try to explain it away and justify her behavior because she's transgender. Yes. Now they are making her the victim. The media is picking up on it. And you're going to see more of it. You're going to see more of it. Could you have imagined if this was a right winger? Trump supporter. The double standard is outrageous. Now is normally the time during these videos, you know, normally I'd be on TikTok doing this, but now is normally the time during this where I would sit down with all of you and I would say, hey, listen, we have to be really careful not to group everybody together. We need to make sure that we're focusing on this one instance, this one person. It was a bad egg in a carton of eggs. But given the amount of hate that I have seen from the transgender community, these are the self-proclaimed in their bio transgender community or transgender allies across social media in regards to content creators, such as the one that took on the drama with Jeffrey Marsh and had her address doxxed and had people sent to her house to follow her kids to hippie. When she came out about the Hershey's ad to myself, I have, I've gotten some serious hate and some serious shit when it comes to the COVID mandates and all of that jazz, but never have I ever experienced the rage that I experienced when I came out about the transgender ideology and how it was overthrowing basically women. I have never been called so many names. I have never been, been outright threatened, had my children threatened, had CPS threatened to call me. Never in my whole life. And I've been doing this for what? Almost six years now. Controversial as fuck. Never have I ever. So I'm not going to say that today. I, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to leave it here. Um, if the transgender community can't own up to some of its own people doing pretty terrible things, at the very least, without trying to victimize the shooter, you get Zero sympathy for anything that happens to you from here on out from me. We are not. No. Live how you want to live, but you get no sympathy from me. Because if it was one of ours, if it was a conspiracy theory, when the Pizzagate guy went in with his gun, I had things to say. When it was one of mine, I had things to say, but they're not denouncing this person. Nothing. They are trying to make him, her, it, a victim. And they are holding these rallies. These, these, do I even have, let me pull up the flyer. Do I have the flyer? That are just. They're, they're just screaming for hate. They, they are telling you to come and I don't have the flyer anymore. I had it. I don't know what I did with it. But they're telling you to show up. 
Bring your masks. Bring your friends. We have to start normalizing these people as just mentally ill from here on out and treating them as such. And not with fear and not with violence. I'm not telling you to go out and commit a bunch of acts of violence. But we're not, I'm not going to normalize. I'm not going to sit here and normalize this. I'm also not going to defend any of you. None of you. You went in and shot three kids. In their school. You get nothing from me. And we're just going to keep pushing back. I'm not going away. I know they were taking down our social media left and right, but we're not going away. And I'm not going to let this happen with my kids. We're not going to let this happen. I think that, uh, again, I, I think that the best way to end this live this time around is probably to replay this video. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to wrap this up. I just, I had some things to say. I wanted to show you guys what we had found and, and put it all together. Um, and I want you to keep pushing back. I want you to get loud. I want you to speak up. I want you to stop being afraid. Stop being afraid of being called names. Stop being afraid. We have to fight back. We're all our kids have. This is it. We are it. We are it. And those cops, we got them. Hopefully we have more of them. Hopefully they set the precedence when things like this happen, that this is what you do. Period. You don't ask questions. But we are all our kids have. So push back, speak up, speak out. And let people know we're not going to be, we're not going to let this be normalized at all. And with that, you guys, I will see you at one o'clock for the watch party, which is basically the same ideology being allowed into our military and how it affects the security of our nation. So I would recommend you would be here for that. That'll be an interesting hearing to watch um, and to gain some more perspective as to where our military is currently had. I see a lot of things on the internet. I don't know where our military is currently at in terms of strength, but we're going to hopefully find out today during that hearing. And that is going to be at one o'clock. I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, this was kind of off the cuff. So I appreciate you being here and I appreciate all your support and I appreciate everything that you guys do. Um, and once again, if you're watching this after the fact, or you're listening to it on the podcasts, if it goes down on YouTube, we'll be on rumble. We'll also be on Spotify and all your favorite podcast stations. You can find us there too. Um, and we're going to keep going. We're just going to keep fucking going. Like you can transphobe these nuts. I'm done. I'm done. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Game over. So I'll see you guys at one o'clock. Using the term mother to birthing people. Black birthing people. Black birthing people. Black and indigenous birthing people. Is the administration's official policy to replace the term woman with birthing people? I was a little taken back when I just read it and saw it, that it's that the term mother was gone in spots and it was replaced with birthing people. Again, if, we, if we're trying to be precise in, in the language that's used. Mom's a pretty good word. Everything that's worth living and dying for is under attack right now. This environment that has been created and corrupted and manipulated, 
does not respect women, does not respect children, does not respect men. It cares nothing for family. If that is the society that we want to live in, then we need to see how crazy we are, really. The world is in the condition that it is in because of the disrespect of the woman. There's so much that we place around her because as we are also taught that when you teach a man, you are teaching an individual. When you teach a woman, you are teaching a nation. Every prophet came from the womb of a woman. Every intelligent, strong, powerful man and woman came from the womb of a woman. So that's why they have to attack mother and remove father. Because before you can get to her, you have to get through him. Every wise nation has security. And the man is supposed to be that security. Can a woman secure too? Of course. Are there female warriors? Absolutely. However, because of her value, because a whole nation comes out of her, so you must be protected. And the man having that essential position by nature. So someone who knows that about you will do their best to make sure you are removed because there is a standard of conditioning that has to take place. Man, woman, child. If I want to get to that, I have to remove your protector because he is watching to make sure that everything that goes on in this environment is safe and secure. That's why they have to attack masculinity because they know, damn, if there's real men around here, we can't really do what we want to do. And if there are real women, we for damn sure can't do what we want to do because she's going to protect that child, he's going to protect that woman, and they both are going to protect society.